Hey guys, and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline Podcast. My name's Kaylee, and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And today is a very special episode of the podcast because today we're reading out stories that you guys have submitted to us. Uh, we've got aliens, ghosts, and the Terminator. <laughs> we've got it all today. <laughs> and I'm so excited to read these out. I've been wanting to read these out for a while. We've gotten a few, though. Yeah, there's a few that have been submitted that we won't just have time to read out today, guys. But uh, we really do appreciate it. We do read every single one that comes in. But before we get into the meaty stories, I'd like to say thank you to all of our most recent Patreons. So that's Amanda, Tiffany, and Jackie. Thank you guys so much. Uh, the Patreon is really going to help us improve the podcast and bring you guys some more spooky stuff. And we have some paranormal investigations coming up, so that's really going to help with that too. I'm really looking forward to that one. Just running around the it's giant gonna jail. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm gonna be, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, we're doing a paranormal investigation of the Wicklow Jail, which is insanely haunted. It was investigated by tons of famous paranormal investigators. I just can't wait to get in there. I feel like you were deliberately avoiding saying his name. I don't think Zach Baggins <laughs> was there. Good. <laughs> Um, it's like the only place he hasn't investigated in like he the investigated whole world Joe now. Exotic's house. <laughs> he did. He let a horse piss in there. He investigated Joe Exotic's penis pump. <laughs> um, Good. So, so <laughs> when we read these stories out, we're gonna try and give our best advice on what to do in these situations. But like, yeah, like I said, please note we are not experts on this topic, so take everything with a pinch of salt. Ironically, usually a pinch of salt will get rid of the ghost. Yeah, I've not done right. that. That was an awful joke. I hate you. <laughs> you get to say awful jokes all the time. I say one awful joke. Yeah, but that's how sexism works. <laughs> Fair. That's not on you. <laughs> all right, so let's go on to the first story. So this was submitted by Jess. Hi, Jess. Hello. Hello, I'm Jess. I have quite the odd story that I thought you might be interested in. I personally have no idea what could have caused this, if it was just the ramblings of a child with an overactive imagination, or if this could have been extraterrestrial or even paranormal. Maybe you could form an opinion on it. I have quite an interesting story. None of this is from my own memory as I was only two or three years old when all of this happened. I only stopped when I was around six. I'm mostly going to be quoting my mother with this story and other relatives as well, neighbors and family friends. It all started when I would wake up every single night shouting for my mom. After a while of this happening, she realized it was the exact same time of every night without fail. It was 3.33 a.m. I know it sounds kind of stereotypical for that to be the time in most stories like this, but to this day, I occasionally wake up at this time with seemingly no reason at all. My mom would be extremely frightened by this and refused to come into my room when I shouted for her and insisted I go to her instead. After I would get in my mom's bed, she would ask what was wrong and what woke me up and every time I would say someone tried to drag me through the window. So as time went on, I got more insistent someone was in my room trying to take me out of the window. She would try to ask me where they were trying to take me. As I was only young, I didn't really understand myself and just kept saying away out the window. And in the end, my mom decided to ask me to draw what I was seeing. What I drew was my window and a planet with a man with big eyes and an odd shaped head along with long limbs and a body. I have attached an image of my mom's attempt to recreate what I was, dra was drawing at three years of old as an example. You sent us the drawing and it's, it's amazing. All right, Michael, what do you think of that drawing? So it's like the stereotypical alien. It looks like that 
weird evil guy in Naruto's eyeball. Do you, do you know <laughs> the what I'm gun. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Naruto. I just know what his eye looks like. <laughs> and it's yeah. outside the window looking in. Although it could just it be like, like something that. floating outside the window. Towards the end, my sister, who worked late in shifts at the McDonald's that is down the road, used to try and tell my mom she could hear me talking to people in the night. My mom never believed her. One night she came in from work at around 1am and supposedly heard the voice of an old man in my room. She went and woke my mom in hopes she would hear it and believe what she was saying. My mom also heard what was clearly an old man. In shock, my mom opened the door only to find me alone fast asleep. However, not exactly in bed. At the time I was a small toddler and she had found me. Legs on the bed and arms as well. Half my body on the floor towards the door as if someone had dragged me by the arms out of the bed. I call that my truffles pose. <laughs> I only really stopped when I swapped beds with my older sister after she moved out. So that's an abduction story pretty much. Do you think she was being abducted? Well, it's hard to tell whether it's like alien abduction or child abduction. Do you know what I think would help? Like what? a white noise machine. White noise, sorry. A white noise machine? Yes. Why? Well, because if there's someone outside the window, you're not going to hear them over the sound of a whale screaming its tits off. <laughs> yeah that'll do it that's our advice for this story a white noise machine well to be fair like with she said specifically it stopped one and with she's whales moved out noises. since but like yeah 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 yeah. but if anyone else is listening and has the same problem I'm just picturing the scene from Finding Nemo with Dory you know where she tries to oh, communicate talk to the whale. with the whale but you never really hear that much about like child abduction cases when it comes to UFOs. It's always like no, an adult or a really teenager. Do. But I've read yeah, of, yeah. like a few people who ha- like uh, the guy that wrote Communion and stuff because that's my go-to yeah. alien abduction book. Uh, <laughs> he talked about that. as a child he's seen like a comet land in a garden and stuff like that. It's kids usually tend to see stuff and like talk to weird people that they just meet. Whereas yeah. when you're older, you seem to get abducted a lot more. But I've read a few stuff where it's people are saying it's because they're kind of checking in on the children of people they've abducted before. That's weird. I don't like that. It, it wasn't. Didn't your guy in communion think that he was like part alien though? Or no, they were breeding with him, wasn't it? Yeah, but that, like that's a very common thing with alien abduction cases. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from this, <laughs> from that abduction story. All right. So this second story. This story comes in from Larry. Yes. And Larry is like our biggest supporter. <laughs> Uh, Larry actually submitted two short stories, but um, yeah, they're relatively short, so I'll read them both out. The first one happened when I was around six years old. I was sleeping, facing the wall with my back completely exposed to the rest of the room. When in the middle of the night, I woke up feeling that I was being watched. I poked my head around my shoulder and my heart stopped for a second. I saw a silhouette darker than the night itself sitting on the chair. At the moment, I didn't have a chair in my room. And for what could be described as an eternity, I stayed still with my eyes fixed on the wall without moving any muscle. I don't know how or why, but I gathered all my will and with a jump, I turned all my body to confront the entity. However, to my surprise and relief, the chair and silhouette was gone. So that's the first story. What do you think of that? See, this is why I like Larry. Larry does exactly what I would do that in that situation where it's just like, okay, something creepy's happening. Better confront it now than deal with it later. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to be. <laughs> do you think it was like sleep paralysis or do you think? It could be. Because he does turn over and looks at it. You know, he does move. It could be as well, but it could also, like he said, he had to use all his willpower to jump around. Yeah, that's true too. Because like you can move a little bit with sleep paralysis, but you can't like... Jumped Jump. around. Um, so the second happened before my house's first floor was completely built. So this is the second story. 
We didn't use it until a couple of years later. At that moment, I was responsible for closing the windows upstairs in the evening. So he was closing the windows in the upstairs that they didn't really use. The incident took place on a rainy evening. I was finishing the chore when I noticed that through the ceiling, raindrops were leaking, making a puddle of water on the floor. Although it was dark, cloudy, it was almost nighttime, there was enough light to see it very well. But before going downstairs to tell my mom about the mess taking place, something caught my attention. The puddle, just like that iconic scene in Terminator 2 with the T-1000, was starting to raise from the floor. I noped out of there and the next morning, when it was still raining, there was no evidence of a puddle or a leak in the ceiling. That's so bizarre. That is just so bizarre to me. What do you mean? What would you do if that happened? Would you drink the water? That's what I would do, actually. <laughs> Piss on it. It's just so strange. Why would you pee on it? What do you mean? Why would you pee on I'm it? I'm assuming, like, my, my liquid will overpower its liquid. This is why nothing haunts you. Because I'd win. <laughs> yeah. You'd beat it up and piss on it. <laughs> Jesus. that That's a very vulgar sentence when you think about it. With these two stories, like, what would you do to prevent each one? So, like, with the first one, with the chair. Well, I was going to say I wouldn't have a chair in my room, but he actually stated he didn't have a chair in his room, so... Sleep mask. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's not there if you can't see it. But even, like, if you're... Like, if you're positive there's some evil ghost or something in your room, just keep something beside the bed. What do you mean? I don't mean like a weapon. I mean genuinely like a crucifix or like salt and iron shavings. Iron shavings? Do you not know that? No, I've never heard that before. Uh, it's like uh, you can throw salt and iron on things to like drain them. You've seen Hocus Pocus, yeah? Yeah. Do you remember that fight at the graveyard in the end? Yes. When they're throwing salt on them to, like, drain their powers, that's based on actual proper, like, lore. But oh. the iron part is, like... Uh, there's a lot of shows that use it, I think, but basically if you throw iron shavings or iron dust into things, it drains not their, like, body, but their power. Hmm. That's interesting. Does that make sense? So you're like, saying it I should have made the water salty? Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The Terminator puddle should thrown salt, throw salt on it and it will just be like salty water then well it'll be seawater which is kind of scarier but i think oh, that's okay. just me that could attract sharks so that's a bad idea okay <laughs> but yeah like haunted puddle throw salt in it there you go you're fine all right so let's go on to the third story so this one is pretty relevant to you michael because it's about dreams and you're okay. always having weird ass dreams I am. The last two nights they've been weird. The first one I got attacked by a load of go or a load of dogs while we were doing like an investigation, and the one <laughs> last night was just weird. Knew straight away it was a nightmare because I was on a submarine. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so this one comes in from Kotatsu. Hello, just wanted to tell you both a kind of spooky story that happened from my childhood slash teenage years. Back when I was around six or seven years old, I used to have reoccurring nightmares. The context of the dreams were always different, but they always took place at the same house. The one I remember the most was quite possibly the most frightening. I was lured into the dream by voices. When I got in the house, the door would lock and there was clear body bags with bodies in them all over the house and they were talking. I can't remember what they were saying, but it was not good. These dreams stopped within years and I kind of forgot about them till I was about 16 years old. I was in the car with my dad and we were having a discussion about dreams and those reoccurring nightmares came up. When I started describing the house, my dad got really quiet and told me he was going to take a quick detour. We hit a certain road and I saw it, the house from my nightmares, and I pointed it out to him. He told me that it was the house my grandparents lived in and moved out of before I was even born. I've never seen the house and there was no pictures of the outside of it. That's it, I just thought it was really freaky when it happened. 
so I actually asked them about some questions about this, and they said that the, they weren't sure what the voices were even saying or anything like that, or why it was relevant. Like nothing bad really happened in their grandparents' house. It was just really strange, kind of not coincidence, but really strange occurrence. Have you ever had any preemptive dreams like that? A few, like. I wouldn't say it's uncommon, but like I'll have a dream about something and then later that day it'll be relevant in some way, but not like accurate, if that makes sense. It's strange that this was something that was from the past. It's not like their grandparents moved into this house. Their grandparents had lived in this house and had moved out. Like I woke up uh, yesterday after having a, a dream where I was viciously mauled by a dog. Found out today you're getting a dog. I mean, one plus one is two. Yeah, so, you know, I gotta train my dog to absolutely maul you. <laughs> I don't know, the, the scariest dream I ever had was, I had a dream that um, I was part of the Fire Nation from Avatar. You're such a fucking nerd. <laughs> and I was on the boat and I was like, I was actually just being a clown and taking the piss and Zuko got really mad at me and kicked me off the boat. And this is where it gets weird because it wasn't a scary dream up until this point. He kicked me off the boat and then I couldn't swim up the way. Like I was swimming as hard as I could, but I couldn't get up above the water just kept sinking and when i got low enough into the water uh, i looked down and there was just people at the bottom of the water standing there looking up at me they were all standing in like rows it was like the uh it was like the terracotta army they were all just standing there under the water looking up at me that would have been terrifying i woke up because i was like flailing my arms around and riley woke me up (laughs) it was such a nice dream before that you know it was like oh i'm in the avatar world and then i started drowning i just find it weird like that you're having a normal dream and then suddenly your brain goes no fuck this you don't deserve joy pretty much why does that happen to me why can't i just be happy (laughs) if i had had that dream i would have been very upset for like six days afterwards fucking hate the ocean (laughs) <laughs> Do you have any paranormal stories, Michael? None that you weren't there for, I guess. What was the one I was there for? Like Loftus Hall and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, technically, I wasn't there for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we went to paranormal investigation in Loftus Hall two years ago now. It was around Halloween oh my two God, years ago. COVID has like just fucked with time. <laughs> it's aged me horribly. It but, has. Um, yeah, we had about two years there where we couldn't do anything because of COVID. But now we're back again and we can actually do investigations. But about two years ago, we went to a paranormal investigation with... I think it's called Paranormal Ireland was the group. And we were doing an investigation on the top floor, which is normally off limits. And Michael volunteered to go into a room by himself. And I thought it was literally like the door in the room. Yeah. Like it was somewhere <laughs> right beside us, but it wasn't. I thought you were right beside us. So this guy takes Michael off from, from separate from the group and brings him into this room by himself way off down the corridor. Because it was a former hotel, so you were in one of the hotel suites. Way away room, from us all. All that was in the room was a chair, which I was sitting in looking at stuff on my phone. Because I was looking yeah. at memes I had saved to my phone. <laughs> there was like a broken chair and a broken bed. And I think there was a mirror like behind me and to the left yeah. on the wall. <laughs> and that's all I know of what happened. It was I was sitting there on my phone until he came to get me again. Yeah, yeah. So we were all sitting there communicating and we were using uh, dousing rods. Is that what they're called? The ones that kind of cross over each other. Normally they're used for finding water. Like that's yeah. their 
go-to like reason for existing. But we were using them to communicate with ghosts, so nothing was happening. I mean, nothing was happening for like 10 minutes. These were not moving at all. And the guy said something along the lines of, can you go visit our friend Michael in his room? And the dowsing rods crossed. And I think he said something like, can you um, make sure Michael knows you're there? Make sure, give him a sign so that he knows you're, you're with him. And then all we heard was this loud bang, like, it sounded like something had fallen through the roof. It was like a noise. And I was just sitting there and I was like, M- Michael's dead. <laughs> he's either dead or he's gotten up and knocked something over and broken it. See, There's the second one options. is a lot more There's, likely. I was like, should I be worried or should I be embarrassed? <laughs> but like, I didn't hear that at all. The only time no, I it was, knew something... No, it was definitely in your direction. Like everyone, like the guy got up and went to check if you were okay and everything. I didn't even know he was there. All I heard, like, my first knowledge that he was coming back to get me was I seen the hallway outside the door light up a bit because the door was open. There was people two floors below us who heard that bang because they radioed the guy like, was that you guys? I we were like, genuinely no, was it you? didn't hear a thing. <laughs> my my biggest worry was I seen the light coming back and I was like, I need to turn, like, turn off my phone, put it in my pocket, otherwise he thinks I'm taking the piss. <laughs> some some kind of ghost definitely knocked something over in your room and you just didn't hear it because you were too busy laughing at a meme. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I feel like that's the best way to spite a ghost. I would really much rather go on a paranormal investigation with people who don't believe in ghosts. Skeptics. Yeah, like, not, not don't believe in ghosts, but are very, like, you know... Mm, very Middle inclined to not believe. Yeah, skeptical. Because then if something does happen, you know that it's genuinely not them just being weird. All right, thanks for joining us, and I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, you can like us on... or follow us on Spotify. <laughs> and uh, if you have a story of your own that you want us to read out on possibly another listener episode, I really enjoyed this, so I would love to do more. Yeah, I definitely want to do one, like soon not a year and a half we might do maybe like one a month or something depending on what we get submitted if you have any stories of your own guys like i said you can send them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast.gmail.com and yeah i think that's everything for this week sweet have a good week guys Bye. bye